Welcome back to the In The Blues Tone podcast. It's January the 11th. Well, actually, it's about to be the 12th here as it's 11.53pm my time. So it's about to be tomorrow. <laughs> so I hope everyone had a great, happy new year, all that kind of stuff. I know that time of the year is not always the best for everybody. Uh, you know, a lot of people have family issues and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's not always the easiest time of the year, but I hope it's, uh, you're feeling all good and looking forward to 2020. So with all that out of the way, I thought I'd have a quick chat about what's going on. You're going to probably hear me clicking around. I'm on a different computer doing this today, so if you hear some clicks, it's just because I'm referencing uh, some stuff that I want to have a chat about. So as of right now, I've just uploaded a brand new video that uh, took ages, actually. I did the video twice because I didn't feel like the first time I shot it, I did it justice. And then I, I used it live and I loved it and I went back and I shot the video again. So this is the Tubesteader Beeskeeper pedal or Beekeeper pedal, which is a Dumble preamp basically in a box with two actual 12 AX7 tubes. It totally rocks. It's based on Robin Ford's amp and they he got somehow there's this schematic online about how that amp was built. So the pedal is basically you know in many ways like a replica of that preamp section. So you can use it as a clean boost or an overdrive, you can use it into the effects loop with solid state amp or whatever and really sort of warm things up. I love it. It's the best tone I've had with my ES335 in ever, maybe. It, it really rocks. So, yeah, just a beautiful sounding pedal. I also tested it with a Strat. If you're a big John Mayer fan of old, where he actually had great tone back in the day, <laughs> uh, you'll probably like this pedal as well. It's got that big round full sort of sound. Uh, and I'm sure if you can play that kind of stuff, you'll definitely get a kick out of it. But yeah, overall, it's one of the best pedals I've had a chance to use in a long, long time. It's hand-built in Canada. And the company is called Tubesteader. Steader. I'm not sure how to actually say it. So ho hopefully I got it right on the video. So I've been working a little bit uh, behind the scenes the last sort of, uh, I guess since Christmas, piecing together this trip I'm going to be doing overseas uh, later in the year, probably June or July. Uh, and I've started contacting a lot of places I want to visit. And I, I have some really great things uh, lined up for 2020 i'm hoping that this will be the fingers crossed kind of thing that if it all works out and I, I have enough content to do while i'm away that it will fill pretty much the last half of the year i know that sounds crazy or from maybe at least july through to the end of the year so uh and that won't be like daily content or anything but uh, i'm really pacing my channel at the moment with two to three videos a week i think i'm only doing two and it's really doing well so it feels like it uh, maybe a less is more kind of approach uh, is definitely better. As you may or may not have known, I, I, in December and November last year, I kind of went crazy with videos and I was just getting everything done. I had so much stuff turn up and um, yeah, it was on the borderline of the burnout thing. So I don't mind working hard. I do all of this myself too. I don't have any staff or anyone helping. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to mixing up the channel and, and hopefully, uh, I guess, making it more widely uh, available if that makes sense uh and not by like doing things that everyone will like just by doing different things that other people might like so i'm still going to do the same old stuff i've been doing guitar videos reviews all that kind of thing but i definitely want to mix up uh, a few more ideas that I've, I've got planned i think they're going to be really great and some of the things that i'll be doing while i'm away most definitely will be the guitar search saturdays you know those videos everyone loves them they take a long time but i think i've maybe found a new way to do it which will still be really high quality but will be faster to edit i hope 
I get really fussy with my videos. I know a lot of guys just don't care, but in terms of the other channels, they just upload whatever. But I really like my videos to be of a certain standard. You know, I have to be happy with them before I release them. And if I'm not, I reshoot them. It's that simple. And with Guitar Search Saturday, every time I think, oh, I could do it quicker if I did this, I end up doing it the long way because it ends up uh, being just so much better long, you know, in it just looks better. And I'm hoping those videos gain momentum while I'm away uh, with doing all this, this new series of Guitar Search Saturday. So fingers crossed, that's going to be cool. And this brings me to part of the point too. Uh, I haven't mentioned where I'm going yet, so I'll be going to the States, all being well. Uh, I know uh, like the 80% of the audience is over there. And I'll be going through a lot of different places while I'm there, which is going to be awesome. So I'm going to have three weeks of doing, two to three weeks of doing like this big road trip where I'll be driving pretty much from Florida to Texas up to Nashville and then back. So it's a long way, but I can't wait, man. I love doing that stuff. The weather's going to be awesome. Uh, it's just going to be so much fun. And I mean, the really early stages of this, like as of right now and as of yesterday, I've been emailing uh, a lot of places I want to visit uh, and also uh, been contacting other people as well just to see if they're keen on on meeting up and it's it's all looking pretty good so I think what I'll do coming up if once I know exactly what's going on and when because this is all just it's all ETA uh, like rough ETAs at the moment uh, and then as I hear back from everybody that'll sort of round it into you know more of an actual uh definitive date but as of right now it's sort of up in the air but i'd actually really love to go jamming with a few people and also maybe catch up and and do so, some some sort of like meetup thing at a couple of shops maybe might be fun because i always get asked that hey i didn't know you were in town you know like you should have let us know we would have come up and i always see emails like that and i've never really done that before because i forget the channel actually kind of reaches people so yeah, this might be the year we do a bit of that. I'll be at Jerry's Lefty Guitars as well, which will be awesome. I think that might be my last last time there. Um, I think he might be moving his shop soon, so I, I could be wrong. I'm not 100% certain if that's actually happening or not. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, going there and making some videos and checking out what he's got and also then visiting places from Sarasota because Sarasota, Florida is beautiful. It's really, really nice. Yeah, I've had friends in Florida now for 21 years and... I love going back there. It's the weather, I think, is what gets me. You know, I leave winter here, which is cold and crappy, and you go go over to somewhere like that. It's it's always good fun. I always love going in summer. Everyone always always thinks I'm crazy when I get there in summer, and it's, you know, 109 degrees Fahrenheit or 38 degrees Celsius with, uh, you know, 90% humidity. But I really dig it. I really enjoy that. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to hitting the road and doing some driving and hopefully making some stuff that really helps the channel grow that's different to what everyone else is doing because right around then you know there's going to be other events like you know in germany and all that kind of stuff which i don't think i'm ever going to do another one of those events i, I was having a good chat to rick about it and you know, i was pretty reluctant to go to the last one if you know if rick hadn't have gone i wouldn't have gone but i was thankful to go because you know, I got to meet guys like Andy Martin and, and the Tone King in person and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, this trip will also allow me to meet up with a few other guys and, and make some videos. And I really feel like those events are coming to the end of the appeal in, in many ways. And 
I've always tried to distance myself from a lot of the other stuff. And, you know, going once was all right. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do another one of those events. And it will also be around the same time Summer Nam shows up as well. And I've actually been in that area around that time. So if I was to go to a Nam show, uh, I would go because I'm already there. I wouldn't fly all the way from Australia for four days and then fly home. That's crazy. It just doesn't make sense. I could not see myself doing that and paying out of my own pocket to do it as well. So, yeah, it's a lot of money for something that is really not very long. So, for me, being able to go overseas and enjoy a long stay, and if I'm in that area when NAM's on, then that makes sense. But it's not the, the sort of like the focal point of of the trip, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I'm hopefully uh, going to get to Summer NAM at some point. I don't even know if it'll be this next trip coming up. Uh, I'm not going to make it a point to to really go there unless like i said unless i'm in the area and it just feels like oh i don't have much to do today let's go there because <laughs> that'll also give me a chance to catch up with a few of the guys that i haven't really caught up with either in person before or not for a long time so yeah i'm not much of a, a schmoozer or whatever the word is when it comes to you know dealing with companies and all that kind of stuff i i really don't email anybody <laughs> unless i'm doing a guitar search saturday i just don't do that i know some people spend their lives emailing companies and looking for stuff but i sort of try to let people come to me with that and i i just nam is more of that you know it's just like oh, hey look how good i am i make videos yeah great yeah awesome stuff it just that that whole thing doesn't you know it just doesn't interest me at all but and the other other side of it as well is i have so much gear show up to the channel and I'm thankful for that, that when I go to, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I see so many trends online every time there's a NAMM show, especially the one that's just about to turn up, you know, in California, there'll be so much hype around next year's or this year's new Gibsons or this or next year's new whatever guitar or amp. And, and they're all going to be pretty much the same as, as they were the year before. You know, there might be some new cool stuff out there, new cool pedals, but everything's pretty much been done. I, I do have... I'm on an email list that allows me to sort of see what some of the new stuff is that's coming out. And you know what? It's more of the same. I, I'm not overly hyped to fly all that way just to see some, some new guitar products. But you know what? I might be the odd one out. Maybe people love that opportunity, but... Yeah, I, I'm not one. I'm not one to really want to network unless it's something to do with something I really enjoy. And I said to Tone King today, you know, he asked me if I was going, and I said, nah, trade shows aren't really my thing, you know. So, yeah, and if, I don't know if Tone King ever listens to this, but uh, yeah, happy or congratulations on the. I was about to say happy birthday. Hey, congratulations on the hundred thousand uh, subscriber milestone too, mate. It's great to see uh, you finally got there and. Uh, yeah, well-deserved. You've put a lot of effort into your channel, much like how I have with mine. So, um, yeah, for those who don't know Lewis, uh, the Tone King channel, he's one of the loveliest guys you'll ever meet. You know, um, yeah, just as you see him on the videos is how he is. You know, he's one of those kind of guys, really lovely dude. Um, yeah, and he just does YouTube for fun because he was a guitar collector long before he was doing youtube and yeah he was one of the first guys i remember seeing when i started making videos back in 2006 early 2007 back then though you know i wasn't actually making videos with the intention to have a youtube channel i was just putting stuff up from time to time and uh band footage and the odd gear clip because back then and tone king can agree with this or attest to this that 
you'd buy something or you'd look on YouTube and there was no videos. So you'd buy it and make a video to help other people. That's how it all started. So yeah, it's crazy how far it's come. You know, looking back even five years ago when I, oh, four years ago, I guess, or whatever it is since I left my job, but be five years in April, I'm pretty sure. You know, it, uh, it's been, it's been crazy. Like, I, I can't believe it's getting to a point where I'm really doing what I enjoy. Um, I know Tone King still works at, you know, he's an IT professional and uh, he, yeah, he won't leave that job. <laughs> YouTube just doesn't pay like that. But it's great to see that people have stuck around, you know, like Tone King's still doing his thing. I'm still doing my thing. There's plenty of channels that, and YouTubers, even Andy Martin, who's been there since, you know, back in the day. He's got, he's been on different channels now. But yeah, you know, the same guys are still around. It's it's pretty rare too, you know, in other niches, whether it be tech or, um, you know, I don't know, just anything else. It's hard to find people that stand the test of time. So yeah, well done, Tone King, mate. I, I appreciate it. It's good to see his channel is still growing. And uh, yeah, I appreciate what you do is, is what I was getting at. So uh, yeah, keep at it, man. That's awesome. One of the other projects I've just about finished is my JJ Kale tribute album <laughs> that I started like in late 2017 or something like that. Might have been 2018, but I think it was actually before that. So this was a project after uh, JJ Kale died. I just started recording some of his tracks with my friend Drew, and um, we basically got all the drums and guide guitar parts done really quickly. And then um, we're waiting on a like a bass player to show up, and it, it never sort of eventuated. So in the end, many years later, I approached it again. I've been playing a lot of bass, not only live uh, at jam nights, but also at home on my backing tracks. And back when I first approached the bass parts, I couldn't really do it justice. I, my timing wasn't right, or the feel wasn't right, or I didn't know enough to, to really lay down the bass parts. But I managed to get it done, and it sounded pretty cool i'm actually really excited to share this with everybody so anyone who's on patreon and this isn't a plug you'll get it for free anyone who is wanting to listen to it you'll be able to listen to it on spotify and all the regular places that music streaming and downloading is available so yeah it hasn't gone up yet i i'm done all the vocals the guitar parts are pretty much finished there's a few parts vocally i want to fix um but i'm not going to get too carried away with it because you know like jj was pretty pretty chilled man he did his thing and he had his good days and he had his bad days i guess like anyone else but he just didn't he wasn't overly studio-fied when it came to it so i'm actually really happy with how the project's sounding there's about six out of the seven tracks that are sounded really great there's one that i'm probably going to ditch because i'm just not happy with the overall vibe of it um i may add an acoustic track in there or something like that but we covered most of his really great tracks or the stuff that I liked without doing like cocaine and, you know, whatever else. So um, I guess the ones that you probably know the most is The Breeze did that one. There's a song called Riverboat Song. If you don't know that, go, go check it out. That's probably one of my favorites on the album. We did a very swampy version of After Midnight. So while this is a tribute album, it's not a clone album. None of the songs sound like exact replicas of any of his actual tunes and i i don't see the point in doing that so we did put our own spin we changed the tempo and key on a few of them but you know you recognize the songs and they've got a particular type of sound but being that we're not from tulsa and <laughs> you know we're we're not uh old rockers from back in the day you know we we're just doing our thing but 
yeah it should be a really cool album and I, I hopefully once i get it to a point where i know it's finished i'll share some of it on the podcast as well because i really think uh anyone who likes that blues rock kind of and a blues rock blues country and yeah rock it's a bit of everything that's the thing with jj kale you know if you've listened to his catalog of stuff you would think he's mostly a blues guy and then you go oh no he's probably got this blues country blues kind of thing going on and then you hear some tracks and you go oh that's dire straits and then you realize oh no dire straits basically took that kind of sound <laughs> so he, eric clapton once said jj kale has influ- influenced as many players as Jimi hendrix and when i first heard that i went no really and he's absolutely right you know there's so many even modern musos like john mayer and you know there's just lots that have still either covering his songs or that have taken that sound and done albums like that it's just such a great tone it's a great sound it feels good to listen to it's kind of like the ultimate driving music you know jj eric also once said you know jj had the gift of having an old voice even when he was young and he's right he's got this tonality in his voice he sounds like an old man even when he was like 20 something so uh that's something i don't have unfortunately or or fortunately depending on how you want to look at it but yeah my singing voice is nothing like jj kale's uh and it's not like any anybody else's like that so yeah i've tried my best to you know do the best i could on the albums and one of the other songs that on there that i really like is called um, mumba don't like <laughs> it's uh it's a great tune and i'm really happy with just how driving it is it, it it's a totally rocking song we've probably maybe sped it up a little bit but the feel is great um lots of percussion on the on the songs and it's been a big project in terms of how long it's taken to get to where it is and just in duration but the actual time it, it took to get the parts down wasn't long like if i had been able to do the bass parts a year and a half ago we would have had it done and finished by now because most of the other stuff that's on there has been on there for a long time one of the other things we just did recently a friend of mine dom who you might may have seen from some of the live uh, in the blues jams we had on the youtube channel he's a great player and killer slide player as well he came around just two two or three days ago as of uh, recording this and laid down some slide and after midnight and it is mo- it just sounds unreal so we took that song which is inherently well actually i should preface this by saying jj never played the same song the same way year after year he always mixed it up so we played it with a minor first chord so a g minor then to the b flat and c uh whereas uh, the album version if you listen to clapton's it sounds really happy he's playing the g major so or he's playing a dominant or seventh or something but yeah we we went with the swampy minor feel and this slide playing that dom came up with is great you know he did it in about i don't know maybe three or four takes and we were both when he finished his third take we looked up at each other smiled and nodded and went done <laughs> my other friend brian strafford he's a great guitar player as well so you would have seen him in a live clip the last uh, in the blues live jam he um he put some slide down as well uh, i'm not the strongest slide player i've got some slide on the album but it's more like rhythm parts that are just sort of covered in reverb uh, just to add a bit more vibe and ambience to i guess some of the tracks but it's been a big project and it's been a fun project the parts that i've actually worked on it um, but i have to wrap it up you know like we're already talking about doing more recordings and 
Every time I have a project that's unfinished, when I start doing something else, it never gets finished. So I now have a deadline. I've got to get it done by the end of January. <laughs> Otherwise, it may bleed into the next lot of recordings. And there's nothing worse than unfinished business when it comes to musical projects in general. Like for me, if I, I know when I travel somewhere or if I've got three Guitar Search Saturday uh, clips in on my hard drive and I've not put it to all together into a video... I don't want to shoot anymore until I've got some some sort of, you know, closure on the other projects. Otherwise, they just sit there forever. You know, there's other channels that I watch where I actually got the um, the Guitar Search Saturday series idea from a guy who I know here in Melbourne. He said, hey, you should do this. It'd be a great idea. So I was thinking, how can I do this? And then I was watching Pat the NES Punk, of all things, and I spoke about this on the Reverb interview I did years ago, that uh, he's uh flea market madness if you haven't seen that go watch it but just get ready you gotta get dizzy the camera work in that is shocking but that's you know that was the concept for guitar switch saturday and he said he's got 12 of them sitting on his hard drive that he's had for about a year sitting there doing nothing and he goes oh, i'll get them done this year yeah good luck with that you know once they once they sort of cluster on the hard drive for more than a month or two it's pretty tough to to get things done you know and to get them out there because and that's the same thing i that's exactly how i feel about any project whether it's recording an album working on videos you have to get it finished you have to just say this is the best i can do as of right now get it done and move on because if you don't you get stuck you get stuck not progressing not trying anything new you're just thinking to yourself oh i should get that done but music i guess like any creative thing is really inspirational at times you know, I went from listening to JJ to like I was listening to him in the car 24-7 every time. Well, 24-7, but anytime I was driving for months, you know, I, I had it on Spotify at home. I was just listening to JJ Kale all day. You know, I've got some of his albums on CD as well. And, you know, I was just really inspiring and I was into it before he passed away too. It wasn't like one of those things I found later. I really, I used to think Eric was my favorite, but when it comes to jj is just he's so good he is really good eric's still um you know a much more proficient blues player better singer and, and, and to some extent as well with that traditional blues stuff but jj's songwriting is phenomenal his vibe is second to none man i love that laid back sort of sound and uh i just went through this really you know heavy listening period of two bands mofro and jj kale and both of those were just... I was in a really relaxed mindset when we first started this project. And um, it was one of those things when I revisited it recently to, to sort of start mixing it again. I was already... I started listening to more J, more JJ Kale before I actually got to uh, the actual project again. And I went, ah, now I'm in the right frame of mind to get this done. So, you know, some creative projects can sit there until inspiration strikes. But sometimes you just got to push through it and go, you know what? I got to get this done. And if you've been thinking about recording something or even just going out and playing live for the first time, you know, get out there and do it because, uh, yeah, there's only so much time. You want to make the most of it and always continue to push yourself. So, yeah, I don't even know what this next project's going to be, this next recording session, but we're starting to arrange it in a way where we're going to try and film it at the same time. It'll be at my house here. It'll be like a studio session or something like that. Um, just a couple of live takes, maybe two two takes of a few you know a handful of songs maybe 10 songs or something like that uh, we've got a killer band lined up for it as well and 
Um, this won't be predominantly like a YouTube thing. It'll probably go on YouTube or some parts of it will be, but it'll be like a great live recording in the, you know, like a studio sense, except you'll hear the birds <laughs> outside here. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be a little bit about sort of what's coming up uh, in terms of my music side. I'm not really pursuing too many gigs right now. Trying to book them's uh, always been low on my priority list and if it isn't easy to book i don't really try i'm generally too busy with other stuff i guess the only other thing that i've really done recently that's really pushed myself into doing something completely different i actually shot a commercial for sky music so this uh was a project that came up kind of out of the blue and you'll probably see this pop up online um this yeah they had i basically we scripted it i didn't do it but you know it's their project i don't work for sky music by the way but i'm i know the guys there really well so i said you need to script this so i know where the voiceover is going to sit what we need to shoot and all that kind of stuff and we did it man i'm i've just finished it (laughs) i finished it about 10 minutes 10 minutes before recording this i'm just uploading it right now as we speak but uh yeah i'm really enjoying that video creative process for projects like that it's only two or three minutes but it forced me to you know overshoot and get lots of different angles and creative sort of shots of things that were in this and it looks really professional i i'm like i've like shocked myself you know when i shoot a guitar search saturdays it's not like a beauty uh, shoot in a way it's just like i'm walking through a store it's very different uh i guess these kind of projects you really got to think about, okay, what am I trying to do with this shot? And how can I make this interesting visually? And yeah, it was, and how can I light it so it looks good and color grading it, which means like uh, adding enhancement to the video. So I was, you know, quietly, uh, so not so quietly now, surprised with how well it came up. Uh, I've never really done anything like it. So I hope more projects along those lines come up. Uh, This was a favor that I did for them. Uh, they're also doing me a, a very big favor because <laughs> I, you know, I guess with all the unpaid promo on my channel, they did pretty well out of it. I, they always feel guilty that I don't charge them for mentioning their shop on my videos and whatever else. And I, I never have. I've never charged them for that stuff. And uh, they, they're doing me a favor. So something got ordered that uh, you'll probably see coming up on the channel and it might not be for a month or two more or maybe march or something like that but um yeah i'm i'm pretty happy with this arrangement and i'm i'm sure some of the hardcore subscribers that are listening to this will probably maybe guess what it is but they've uh, they've ordered something in that i i was quite on the fence about buying a while back and uh they said here if you can help us with this project we can either pay you <laughs> or we can order this in for you and i was like yeah, maybe order that in. Because, you know, it's always the way. If I was to just get the cash, it would probably go to rent and other stuff, which is the smart thing. But I was like, nah, this won't cost either of us anything, realistically. I mean, it does cost them something, but it costs me something too in terms of time and uh, video production. So you're going to see something that I've lusted after for quite a long time uh, in the hand at some point. And we may do some sort of video about going to get it to we'll see <laughs> i'll see how we go now I have one more series of videos i want to start doing on the channel as well i have so many people asking about the jam nights and this is uh, going to be hopefully a fun series and what i'd hope to do is mix it up so 
each episode features someone a little bit different. And these these will all be friends, by the way. So there'll be guys you've seen either on the Jam videos or Dr. Rick or whoever. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. I, I really have some, some fun stuff coming up in amongst, you know, my regular guitar and pedal videos and Guitar Search Saturdays. Um, but I, I, I hope in the next sort of three weeks I have this trip booked because it's really cheap to fly right now. It's like 1050 Australian dollars return to Orlando, believe it or not. So it's crazy cheap. It's never that cheap. Uh, it's usually around 1700 bucks. So I think for anyone who might be listening in the States, that's about 650 bucks. So it's super cheap and that's as direct as you can go almost. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to locking that in. And if, if I hear back from all of the places I've been emailing and contacting to try to do this, I haven't even given away the best part of this trip yet, which I'm not going to give away because I don't want anyone to steal it. But yeah, this, this should be a whole lot of fun and will hopefully be just that little bit different. And it may appeal to more people. It might appeal to nobody. I guess that's the risk you take when you do anything online. And you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. As long as I enjoy it, as long as, you know, the people that are subbed enjoy it, then that's it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy doing something fun somewhere else and um, mixed in with all the guitar videos that I, I do shoot while I'm away too. So, yeah, we'll see what the what the new year brings, but I wanted to put together a podcast. I didn't get time to really do one the last part of December. I had just too much stuff on and then all the family stuff and all the eating and napping and <laughs> all that kind of thing. So, yeah, we did a gig New Year's Eve, and that was a that was actually a really great gig. It was a shame Dr. Rick couldn't make it, but we had a whole lot of other guys show up, and it was probably the best sort of jam gig we've had ever at that place. It was really a special night overall. So, um, yeah, I hope you had a, a great New Year's. And my name's Shane, and this has been the In The Blues Tone podcast. It's the first one of 20... 20 2020 did i say 2019 at the start of this i hope i didn't if i did i apologize it is 2020 man i can't believe it's 2020 and just to put this out there when i was 19 i was living in michigan that's 21 years ago (laughs) 21 years ago or just over 20 years because i'm only 40 but uh yeah so it uh time flies man time flies so uh ticks and boxes this year everybody and I hope you have a really great year. I'll speak to you soon.